Hi, I'm Bill Carmody, and I'm the Marketing Whisperer, and I am thrilled today to have Jay Bear, who is not only the founder and CEO of Convince and Convert, but also uh, has written several books, the uh, latest one being Love Your Haters, and about six podcasts. Is that right, Jay? Uh, I only do two podcasts, but my company does six different podcasts every week. That's right. So we have an absolute content expert, and I think one of the things we want to talk about today is why, have, Jay, have you become a massive content expert? I think it's going to help a lot of people with their struggling marketing programs today, and I think you'll understand why after you've sort of talked them through it. Well, and I don't know that, that I am an expert. Some people might say that. I think everybody uh, can be an expert in content. You just have to commit to taking what has always remained in your head and giving that away one bite at a time. And it applies to all businesses. See, Bill, here's the challenge now. Uh, it doesn't matter who your customers are. Their attention is massively fragmented now, right? Yes. So it doesn't, it doesn't matter if you're selling to small business or big business or B2B or B2C or to the government or to school teachers or to realtors or, to, or accountants or lawyers or kids. It doesn't matter. Everybody's attention is totally fragmented because of all the distractions that we have and all the different media outlets. And so what some people think um, is that the best way to succeed in that environment is to actually shout louder, is to mm. do more marketing, is to push harder. And actually, it turns out the exact opposite is true. Uh, and so what smart organizations are doing, and, and my, my book Utility is based on this principle, is focusing their marketing efforts around being helpful. That if you create content that is educational, that is interesting, that is useful mm -hmm. for your audiences, they will eventually repay you with loyalty and purchases and kindness and advocacy and those kind of things. So it's a give to get uh, approach. And it really starts with understanding what business you're in and telling people that one little bit at a time. Well, and I think that's exactly the key point is that when people have gone into this idea, I think a lot of people are bought into the concept of, hey, I know I've got to put the right content out there, but I think where people get, get sort of uh, uh, waylaid is that basically they're not putting the right content that's driving their business. And so speak to me a little bit about, it's not just the fact that people are sort of giving up their ideas and putting them out there, but they're systematically doing it in a way that's gonna help propel their business forward. Well, and it's not only so much the, the mechanism, Bill, it's what that content is, right? Mm -hmm. So if your idea is, hey, I'm going to create a bunch of content online, I'm going to put it on a blog and a podcast and uh, a webinar and a white paper and Instagram and Facebook and LinkedIn, and Medium and all these places, and, and all that content really is are different versions of a story that says, we're awesome, let us prove <laughs> that's not, That's not really a content marketing strategy. You know what that is? It's a brochure sure. with different packaging. I think I think I think it was. I'm trying to remember which actress used to say it, but you know, enough about you. Let's talk. Enough about me. Let's talk about you. What do you think of me? <laughs> yeah, and, and and you can really tell. Just look at just look at the copy, right? You look at somebody's web, you know, homepage copy on their website. Uh, if it's all I and we, yeah. uh, and and not you, you can tell kind of what perspective they're coming at it from. So. The best approach is to figure out what do your customers really need to know? Yeah. And, and how can you tell that to them for free uh, without a lot of obstacles or tripwires or fill out this contact us form and all that kind of jazz? Just tell them what they need to know and they will repay you. So one of my favorite examples uh, is from my friend Marcus Sheridan. Marcus uh, is now a, a speaker and, and a marketing consultant as well. but. Before he got into that business, he owned, co-owned a business called River Pools in Virginia. Mm -hmm. And River Pools and Spas is an installer of the, the in-ground fiberglass 
swimming pools that are real common in that part of the country. And in 2009, uh, Marcus and his partners were one K period away from closing the doors, completely out of business, laying off the entire company. Because some of you may remember 2009, and this is a little bit of a, a microeconomics lesson for you. It turns out that if you don't have enough money to pay your mortgage, you almost never want to buy a brand new swimming pool. It's like the <laughs> world figure. <laughs> I agree. It barely, it barely intersects. So these guys were screwed, and they said, well, "What are we going to do?" And and like really existentially, like what are we going to do? And Marcus said, "Well, what if?" What if we just answered every question that anybody's ever asked us about pools, but we just gave all that away? And they said, okay, let's try that. So they sat down and they started a blog from scratch and they wrote 400 blog posts, 400. And they wrote them at night and they wrote them on the weekends. And they were able to do that in about two months. Wow. Uh, they had to do it themselves at the kitchen table because they had no marketing department. They certainly couldn't hire somebody. They were quite the opposite situation. So they just put all their time into it all night, every Saturday night. Just And every single one of the blog posts they wrote were an answer to a question they'd already been asked. And they already knew what people didn't understand about the swimming pool business the same way that everybody watching, listening, reading knows what questions their customers have about their business. Mm -hmm. But here's the challenge. Historically, what we've been trained to do in business is to withhold our knowledge unless somebody pays us. We say, look, if you want to know what I know, you can pay me to be a consultant. If you want to know what I know, you can book me to give a speech. If you want to know what I know, you can buy my book. Or even in a sales circumstance, if you want to know what we know, you can call us or come on in and, and, and schedule an appointment. So Marcus said, well, let's don't do any of that. Let's just give it away, and then we'll trust that those people will reward us. They now have over 1,000 blog posts on the site. And not only did they make it, they absolutely exploded. They now get more website traffic than any other swimming pool website in the entire world. Wow. Including the big manufacturers of the products that they actually install. And today, the average, average new customer reads 105 pages of their website before clicking contact us. Now, that's most of us don't have most people don't have 105 pages. Period, much less 105 page average. So this idea that that you're, you're going to give your customer too much information and, and that will dis discourage them from buying from you is the exact opposite. There is no bottom. There's no friction to research. There's no barrier to learning. Customers are kicking the informational tires all the time now. They want to self educate. And then if your information is good enough, they will allow you to graduate to a phone call or, or a meeting. See, here's the easiest way to describe this, Bill. The better you teach, the more you'll sell. And it's true for every business. The better you teach, the more you'll sell. And it's true for every business. I love that. That's fantastic. It, and, and it works. I mean, that's that's I mean, people say, how did I get to do what I do the exact same way? We have thousands and thousands and thousands of blog posts on our site. Uh, we have I don't even know now, 700 45 minute long podcast episodes. We have a daily email newsletter, which takes us all kinds of time to write and curate that we give away for free. I mean, we give away mountains and mountains and mountains and mountains of content for free. And and one small percentage of that people who consume that content ends up booking speeches, buying books, becoming consulting clients or what have you, right? It's, it's just give it all away and it will come back uh, tenfold. So if, if I, if I can recap what we've said so far, the very first thing is 
less about you, more all about them. So if you're using I statements or we statements, then you're probably beating your chest and you're probably talking about yourself way too much. If you're using you statements, then it's about understanding what your customer's needs are. So that's that's the first thing. The second thing I heard you say is then really you know what the questions that your client your customers have. So put together all the answers that they could possibly ever want and there is no such thing as too much information that there's all there with there. If someone's interested in buying a pool, they have hundreds of questions, or in this case, 105 questions that they typically want to ask, and you want to give them all the options so they can get all that information. And then number three is continuously look for opportunities to build that content. As long as you're going deep on the specific subject matter, which you're an expert, your customers will always appreciate the, the depth of knowledge you have and are more likely to pick up the phone and give you permission to talk to them after they've done all their homework. Is that a good summary? That is a perfect summary. And then for advanced practitioners, yes. What you do next is you start to create information, create content that isn't necessarily about your products and services per se at all, but is of interest to your customers. So you do what we call marketing sideways. Okay. Right? So talking about your products, if you if you sell pools, talking about pools is is marketing head on. Marketing sideways is things that are related. So um, think of a good example: chlorine tablets, bromine, things like I that. Know even more adjacent. So, okay. so one of our clients on the consulting side is uh, Columbia Sportswear. Okay. They make outdoor gear, jackets, and, and hats and stuff. And so we work f- uh, with them for a bit, and, and they have a mobile application uh, called What Not to Do in the Greater Outdoors, K-N-O-T. It actually shows you how to tie knots, animated demos right on your phone. So Cute. Uh, if, if you're hanging off the side of a cliff or you're camping, uh, super useful, right? But here's the thing. Columbia Sportswear doesn't sell rope, uh-huh. right? They're not in the rope business. They're not in the knots business. That's not what they do. But they understand that their customers who buy outdoor gear also need to know how to tie knots, right? So they're creating content that is sideways that people will consume. And then when they do that, like, oh, Columbia keeps them top of mind, builds that brand affinity, uh, but they give it all away for free. They're not charging you for the app. They give it to you because they know that it will uh, eventually come back to them. So let me just take this out of that. This is a great example, but I'd like to see if you're in a service industry, right? Let's talk about, I don't know, real estate or lawyers or any of those guys. You know, I looking- have a, a perfect example for Good. real estate. I wrote a book about this called Utility for Real Estate. Uh, so let's say you're a, a, a realtor. This is, the, this is the example I always give realtors. Yes. Okay, so the local newspaper doesn't cover youth sports anymore. Ever ah, right? Because cool. Have, they don't have the they don't have the ink. They don't have the reporters. They don't have the time, the money. They just don't do it right. And so, if you want to know any sort of youth sports information, you might get it from the league or from some other mom or whatever. It's just there is no such thing, right? So, what I always tell realtors to do in every city, in every market, in every town or township is go cut a deal with the little league baseball guys and the little league soccer guys and the flag football guys and the gymnastics and all that, and just say, look, here's the deal. Just send me or our intern the scores, yep. and then every Monday you put out an email newsletter to all the parents in your city that says, this weekend's Little League update, and you do it for free. That's right? great. Marketing sideways. And, and, and every Monday you're like, oh, this realtor, this realtor, this realtor, this realtor, this realtor, building that kinship, and eventually somebody's going to need to buy or sell a home, 
and you're in their inbox every Monday. Well, and and, and to, the, to even to that level, the other great thing about that is you're proving that you understand the community because by even knowing which college, which high schools and junior college, junior high schools and everyone else that people are going to and they're interested in, that demonstrates that you know the areas. And frankly, what's the number one thing people want and they're moving into a new area? How are the schools? <laughs> and if you actually understand the schools, like, well, let me, you know, this is the sports thing, but clearly because I'm paying attention to that, I understand the community. I understand where the school challenges are as well that's great yeah I, a realtor friend of mine who is vegan and she was like well i kind of feel like um i i should maybe you know should i should i talk about that or should i turn people off i'm like no no no, go the opposite double down on that yeah so what you do every week you put out an email uh for anybody who wants in the community you just give it away for free which is one restaurant review a week for vegetarians and vegans right you, that just becomes your calling card right the fact that you're a realtor is totally disinteresting the fact that you're the vegan realtor who does restaurant reviews that i'm going to remember yes for sure and it also gives you that specific brand so so here's the other thing you we talk a lot about content and i think the go-to most people focus on is blogs and then maybe some podcasts maybe some video but one of the things that i love about some one of the presentations i attended that you were talking about was SlideShare and the idea of being able to sort of help for business to business architecture this is one one of those you know greatly un underutilized resources because you have a lot of great knowledge you can share and you can do it in that b2b community is that correct yeah absolutely slideshare is essentially youtube for presentations yeah. right and so you can you can create a presentation about it doesn't just have to be powerpoint it could be pdf you can you can actually put videos inside the slideshare now which makes it kind of multi-dimensional which is really cool uh and and it's owned by linkedin which most people don't know and SlideShare actually has a higher concentration of business owners and senior managers than any other site out there, including LinkedIn. Hmm. So you, you've got to be smart about search, though. So we're going to create a presentation the same way that you would create a video uh, or even a website or a web page. Be thoughtful about what you call that presentation uh, and how you title it and describe it because you want it to come up in, in SlideShare search. But boy, it is, it is an underutilized uh, resource. And if you're in B2B, it needs to be not just something you do, but a centerpiece of what you do. Yes. Yes. Well, and I and I love I, I love the whole concept that of you know all of this content giving this up for free so that basically people can really understand what you're all about, who you are, how you think. And I think one of the biggest fears that most entrepreneurs have and why they don't do this is they're like, but wait, that's what you're hiring me for. At the end of the day, you know, my brain is my value. How can I give away all of my amazing trade secrets and insights and information and still expect to have a business after that? So when people ask you that question. And how do you normally respond? Uh, two ways. One, uh, the, the secret sauce is almost never actually secret. Mm. Uh, I've been this for 25 years and I've worked for hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of companies. I've invested in dozens of startups. I've worked with lots of entrepreneurs. Uh, and I've discovered that most of the time you don't actually have secret sauce. It just makes you feel <laughs> It's an illusion. So, it, it is. And, you know, have you ever had somebody who worked for you and then worked for a competitor and vice versa? Yeah, that your sauce isn't secret. Have you ever yes. had a client who worked for you and also was a client of your competitor? Your sauce is no longer secret, right? So, so this idea that you've got like you know the the the, the recipe for a new Coke or something like locked away in your vault typically doesn't hold water anyway. But yeah. beyond that, Bill, I think the more important point is just because you tell people how to do things doesn't mean that they can do it. A list of ingredients doesn't make somebody a chef. Yes. It's the same thing. Now, there are circumstances, I won't deny it, where somebody says, well, now that I've read all these blog posts or looked at these slideshare presentations or listened to your podcast, 
I'm going to go ahead and try and do it myself. And here's what I've discovered in my long career. Those are people who never would have been good customers anyway. <laughs> that's great. It, and that's true, right? If, if their thought process is pay you a bunch of money or do it myself after reading some blog posts, it, it will never be a satisfying outcome. You should let them do that. And sometimes those people who think they can do it end up being your best customers eventually when you continue to play this long game with content. So my friend Joe Manessa is a realtor uh, in Tallahassee, Florida. And Joe represents sellers. If you want to buy a house, not your guy. He only represents sellers. And he only represents sellers between $200,000 and $400,000. That's, okay. that's his market, right? So if you've got a big expensive house, not your guy. And so in that price range, right, 200 to 400 you typically don't have a ton of upside equity. And so what is very common, of course, is that people say, okay, I could use a realtor to sell this home or I could try to sell this sucker myself and I could keep the 6% commission, right? So Joe understands this. So what most realtors do, in fact, what 99% of realtors do is they say, I'm gonna create a website and a Facebook page and blah, blah, blah that convinces you that because I'm a realtor, I know things that you will never know. I have access to special reports and information that you don't have access to because you're just a regular person. Mm -hmm. And I'm gonna build this whole like aura of realtor. He does the exact opposite. So Joe sat down and he wrote a 65-page, totally free, downloadable PDF. And he puts it all over his website. Just click a button, download it. And it's called How to Sell a Home on Your Own. Nice. And it is exactly step-by-step, -step, workbook, the whole thing, click here, exactly how to sell a home on your own. And so I interviewed him and I said, Joe, uh, you realize that you've actually given people the entire toolkit necessary to not hire you, right? And he said, yeah. But here's what you don't understand, Jay. In almost every case, people get to about page 25. And they say, holy cow, is it a lot of work to sell a house. I don't <laughs> have the time to do that. That's crazy. And who do they call? Joe, because his name and phone number and email address are on every page. It is his number one source of new customers. Wow. You know, it's. I think that's a, a brilliant example. It shows exactly what you've just described and saying, look, you've played full out. Go all in. Here, if you want to sell your house directly, here are the step-by-step -step instructions. By the way, there's a reason it's 65 pages. There are a lot of steps. <laughs> yeah, yeah and if you want to do it, that's fine. Look, if you want to, you know, if you want to, you know, redo your own landscape by yourself, if you want to change your own oil, uh, you know, any there's a lot. If you want to reshingle your own roof, uh, all of those things are possible. Just go to YouTube and, and search a video reshingling your roof. If you want to do it, that's your thing. Go for it. But there will always be a market for people who 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 just say, "Nah, I need help." Yeah, and and that's essentially those are the best customers anyway. I think what you said in terms of someone who attempted to go after do it themselves and realizes, oh my God, there is so much there. And now I trust you explicitly because you've given up every single step. I know what step we're on. And oh, by the way, I'm now an educated client, so we can have an intelligent conversation about step 48. When I can say, okay, you know, I know that you said that we should do this. How does this work? Because I'm really curious about it. And then it's a whole different dynamic between you and your best customer. That's awesome. It creates. It creates high quality clients that's great jay i want to thank you for your time today this has been absolutely enlightening very insightful you have a, you are a wealth of information and i know that the uh, ink audience is gonna be very appreciative of the time you spent with us today thank you my pleasure thanks my friend all right take care bye jay